Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. As we come to these final days of Advent, preparing for the solemnity of the Nativity of the Lord, the church gives us some exquisite readings in the daily masses, and there's this tight mystical connection between all of the readings that the church gives us to contemplate between yesterday, today, tomorrow, Friday, all of these days. Um, so between today and tomorrow, I'm going to do the best I can to try and unfold some of these, these connections. So we said in our psalm, like we said this past weekend, let the Lord enter. He is king of glory. There's so much packed into that. Of course, we might think about Joseph. Joseph, who, him and his wife, they traveled hundreds of kilometers from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Mary, who's great with child, and she's coming to um, the point where she's going to be delivering the the infant, and they're looking for a place to stay. And you can picture Joseph scurrying all through Bethlehem, looking for suitable lodging for him and his wife. And it's almost as if David, Joseph's ancestor from across the great gulf of centuries, was speaking to the citizens of Bethlehem on his great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson's behalf. Let him enter. He's the king of glory. Or we might think of the prologue of John's gospel, where we hear this. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. Let the Lord enter. He is king of glory. Even in a deeper way, these are the words. This is what Gabriel is saying to our blessed queen in the scene that we have that we're also familiar with, the Annunciation in Luke. It's a reversal, if you will, of the Annunciation in Eden. You might be wondering, well, where's the Annunciation in Eden? Well, in Eden, we have an angel, Lucifer, who's approaching a virgin, Eve, with a message. And she was filled with fear and mistrust. And as a result of that, she grasps at the fruit and she conceives death. Now, this Annunciation we have in Luke, we have another virgin, Mary, undoing the knot of Eve's disobedience in Eden. We have another angel, Gabriel, approaches Mary with another message, and she's filled with expectancy, she's filled with trust, and she opens, her, opens herself, and she receives and conceives the fruit of the tree of life, right? Jesus, he, he is himself the fruit of the tree of life. Furthermore, right, let him enter. He's the king of glory. All of this, the Annunciation, this is the fulfillment of Scenes we see in the Old Testament in particular, that book right in the middle of the Old Testament, the Song of Songs, which we will hear from the Song of Songs in tomorrow's Mass in the first reading. The Song of Songs, which I've preached on before, which is that beautiful, dripping love poetry expressing the longing of the bridegroom for the bride. The ancient rabbis, they called it the Holy of Holies of the Old Testament. In the Song of Songs, you got the bridegroom coming to the bride in her chamber at night, And he knocks on her door and he says, open to me. 
my sister, my bride, my dove, open to me, my head is drenched with dew, with the dampness of the night, he comes knocking. And the bridegroom is saying to the bride, let me in. Trust me, my darling, my dove, let me in. And this is what he's saying to us. This is what he's saying every moment of our lives. This is what he's saying right now, this psalm response. This is what everyone in heaven is shouting in their intercession for us. All the communion of saints, they're all looking down upon us, not only in this mass, but every moment of our lives. Let him in. Let him enter. He's the king of glory. Pope Benedict the 16th, he said this, that you could summarize Jesus' entire mission with the one word that he spoke to that deaf mute man, right? The scripture scholars retained, or the scripture writers, they retained the original Aramaic. He looks at the man and he groans and he says, Ephatha, that is, be opened. Pope Benedict says that you can summarize Jesus' entire mission in that, just, in that one word. He's begging of the bride, he's begging of humanity, be opened, be opened. May we be open, friends, in these days before the solemnity of the nativity. We can open our hearts to him. Why? Because he's the king of glory. Amen.